Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Ears to Feel. Today's episode is titled Mother of a Murderer. Please join Denise as she discusses how the mother of a murderer might respond to the pain and heartache surrounding horrific ordeals. Disclaimer, some subject matter included in this episode may not be suitable for all viewers. Welcome to another episode of Ears to Feel. I'm Denise, and today's episode is titled Mother of a Murderer. Now, it's a little strong title, a little different from all my other episodes, but this episode has been weighing hard on my heart, the subject matter contained inside of it, because I think it's important to discuss sometimes when and talk about when horrific things happen and how we process those events. So today this episode is going to be possibly considered by some to be a little strong, maybe even explicit. It's going to have some sensitive information in it that may not be appropriate for all viewers, but I hope you'll dive in with me today and um, let's discuss and pray about what to do when bad things happen and you're the mother of a murderer. So I know that as we look through social media as we listen to news reports pick up a newspaper it is filled on a daily basis with bad things right i mean it can go from theft to to rape to drunken behavior to street fights to drive-by shootings, to murder. It is a wide open field of criminal activity if you pay any attention at all to the news. It's just the way it is, unfortunately. And when an event occurs that really penetrates your heart, and it really rattles your brain. And you cannot explain or understand how such a tragic event could occur. It's a time like these that we evaluate, we process, we try to move and navigate through a full range of emotions from anger to discouragement to disappointment to confusion to rage to you just can't understand how super terrible things can happen to good people you just can't your mind can't process it most people can't that is what this episode is about. I want to talk about what happens when 
murder is committed and you're the mother of a murderer, what do you do? How do you feel at that moment? Now, as I was saying, when, say for instance, a child is kidnapped and taken against their will, and you've searched and searched and the community has rallied together and they've looked for this child and they are frantic and they're tired and they're still hanging on to a thread of hope that says we're going to bring them home alive. And when that doesn't happen and that child has been found deceased. It's horrifying. It's heartbreaking. It's unbelievable. It's unfathomable that someone could do that to an innocent child. We can't understand it. And then, when you are totally confused on trying to figure out the pieces of how the family of the deceased child must be feeling, and your heart is hurting for the family of this child and everything they're going through and the questions that they must have, I, as a Christian, think about the mother of the murderer and how she must feel that her son could do such a thing. So, today I want to kind of dissect a little bit and open up and look at how Jesus would handle a situation like this. What would Jesus do? How would he deal with the murderer? Romans 5.8 says this. And this is the New International Version. But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Sinners means all of us because all of us sin. None of us are beyond or devoid of sin. And we won't be until we get to heaven. Sin according to the Bible, encompasses everything that's sinful. There are no breaks. There are no differences. They're just sin and sinners. Jesus loves the sinners, but he hates the sin. 
in this particular case that I'm referring to in this episode is when the sin is murder, where does your mind go? How do you feel? And especially how do you feel if you're a Christian and you don't want to forgive the murderer? What do you do? How do you process that? And more importantly, if you're the mother of the murderer. Now, I have a son and I have grandsons. And I can assure you, if my son or my grandsons were murderers, I would be begging that the Lord would forgive my son or my grandsons for that act. I would be begging for the Christian community to pray for my son. That God could intervene finally and show him compassion and deliver him from the evil that caused him to commit such a horrendous act. And I would also pray that Christians and all other people could understand and remind themselves that who the real master of evil is. And it's Satan. That's where all evil comes from. He is the originator. It's not God. God does not cause horrible things to happen. Satan does. And he uses the free will that God gives each of us to make it happen. He starts in our minds. He starts in our thoughts. He starts in things we watch, things we do, the company we keep. Satan is a master manipulator. He is the king of deception. Those tools are what he does and uses to cause people to commit horrendous acts against other people. If a mother of a murderer knew that her child had just caused severe pain and heartbreak to another family from the loss of their child, there's nothing that she could do as a mother to prevent her child from committing the said crime because a lot of times that child is past the age of accountability. Way past sometimes. And also, she cannot cause her child to serve the Lord, right? You can pray for your child and you can intercede for your child, 
But you cannot make your child follow Jesus. You cannot make your child not do horrendous things, such as in the case of murder. You want your child to receive forgiveness, to receive compassion, to receive God's grace. You want your child to repent and show remorse to the family that is now suffering through this heartbreak and this tragedy that your child caused them. When you know that there's nothing that can be done to reverse the decision that your son or daughter caused to take the life of a child from someone else. There's nothing you can do to reverse that. But the one thing that you can do and that you want to see happen, I believe, is that your child would receive forgiveness from Jesus Christ and that finally he could have remorse and true repentance and sorrow for the act that he just committed. Without Jesus Christ flowing in his spirit inside the human that's filled with Satan's darkness and evil because that is what causes and takes life. Jesus doesn't take life. Jesus gives life and he takes life when he chooses to take life. But in acts that occur through human will and evil, those acts are committed, I believe, from the dark thoughts and evil tendencies and wicked imaginings that people can get into that are not serving Jesus. It's allowing your mind to be filled with Satan's trickery and then allowing your hands to carry out that practice. The deception comes from Satan to do wrong, not from Jesus. Jesus gives life and gives it more abundantly. That's what he wants for his people. The individual that commits the crimes that take lives way too early, as in the death of a child, those individuals have succumbed a long time ago to the callousness and the hardness that Satan brings, the desensitivity that he causes that strips someone of their innocence and their life. That comes from Satan. He is the one responsible for the terrible things that occur in our society. As a Christian, 
I struggled with in hearing different news reports and things in social media where children were taken and things happened and they passed. I struggled with understanding how that could happen. And I could only get a little peace in understanding the author of darkness is Satan himself. The author of life is Jesus Christ. Jesus comes to give life. Satan comes to kill, rob, and destroy and take life. That's how I was able to understand and ask for mercy and forgiveness for all the sinners in the world, but especially those like murderers that take life way too early, as in cases that you see on the news and on social media. Now, as the mother of a murderer, I cannot help but think she's asking for repentance for her child. When a child is placed in your arms as a new baby and they're wrapped in those beautiful warm blankets and they're tender and they're innocent and they're presented to you, your heart is full of love for that infant, right? You have dreams and hopes and desires and thoughts full of positivity for their future. You raise them and nurture them and pray for them and believe and instill every good thing that you can to ensure that that child has a wonderful life. That's, that's what we do as parents. And when that child turns and goes a different direction, and begins to involve themselves in the darkness of Satan and assumes his right hand in committing tragedy and horrifying things to occur to other people and they're partaking in those activities being Satan's right hand man not realizing that that's what they're doing in most cases. But in essence, because Satan is the master manipulator, he is the taker of life through evil deeds and dark thoughts. That is his nature. The Bible speaks of it. Then in essence, that's what he's doing. He has joined forces with the dark side. And he takes out everything in its path. As the mother of a murderer, your heart would be crushed. You would want some shred of salvation for your child, right? You want that child to be able to finally... Stop and turn around and leave 
that lifestyle and be forgiven and finally show remorse and repentance and be able to receive God's peace and salvation and Holy Spirit to give some kind of peace to me, his mother, as well as people in our lives, the people's life that he devastated through the act that he committed, they would finally have some peace to know he's remorseful. He's repentant. None of that can happen without Jesus Christ being in the center and filling that dark heart through salvation. That is what, as a Christian, I want for the mother of a murderer. Repentance for her child. Salvation for her child. Peace for her child. We can't do anything for the grown child that chooses their own path as a mother. We can't stop them physically. But we can pray and we can believe and we can ask that all Christians rally together and believe and trust and intercede for the salvation of that murdering child. If you were the mother of a murderer, what would you want? What would you do? I can't help but feel that I would beg for the public's forgiveness. That I would beg for Christians to intercede on my son's behalf. To give the family that was just stripped of their precious child some peace knowing he's remorseful. He's repentant. That is not going to undo the deed that was done. No, it's not. But to me, if I were the mother of a murderer, my heart would be broken to know that my son committed Something as terrible as taking the life of a child and having no remorse, no repentance, no thoughts of shame and regret. But through Jesus Christ and his salvation, that person, my murdering son, could receive and show mercy to the other people that he's life he helped to destroy so I'm asking for all of us the next time you hear of a murder or a tragedy or anything that your mind says what is wrong with people what is wrong with you man how could you do that What were you thinking? You're just evil. You're cruel. The next time those thoughts enter your mind, picture yourself 
as the mother of a murderer. And ask God to fill you with compassion and tenderness and empathy and Jesus' Holy Spirit to pray and intercede for the life that was infected through Satan and his powers. The life that was destroyed by Satan and his powers. And really pray that the Holy Spirit can turn that life around and comfort that mother who cannot do anything with that child who has succumbed to darkness. Never forget that we, only by the grace of God and His protection, that we have children and grandchildren that don't get caught up in Satan's traps or his practices or his evil. It's only through God that we're spared that. So as I close today, I would ask that each of you give a few minutes of prayer for the mother of a murderer. And ask that the Lord be gracious and merciful to her and to that child that she no longer has control of and probably has been heartbroken many times over the horrendous thing that that child probably has done with no remorse, no control. So, I pray that each of us shows empathy and compassion and understanding to anyone that has just been faced with a horrifying, tragic event. My heart and prayers goes out to those who have experienced it and lost the loved one at the hand of someone operating under Satan's control. And my heart goes out to the mother of that person that was participating with Satan to destroy and take the life of another. Until we meet again, thank you for joining me on this dark and difficult subject today and helping us to understand that our job as Christians is to show empathy, compassion, and forgiveness to all sinners, regardless of the sin and the vastness of it. So thank you. I pray you have a wonderful afternoon. And until we meet again, 